Welcome to the Sports Events Entertainment Network, brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. I'm your host, Catherine Nero. In this podcast series, we'll introduce you to the Sports Events and Tourism Association, its partners across the country, and the great work they do together. Join us. Welcome, I'm Catherine Nero, your host of the Sports Events Entertainment Network, brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. And today we're talking with Joan Kranovich, the Vice President of Business Growth and the Director of Sports QC. So Joan, first of all, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Excited. Let's let's talk first off about what is Sports QC, because this is a rebrand for what we may know as Visit Quad Cities. Definitely. So Visit Quad Cities is still here to stay. Um, we have always had a few organizations under our umbrella of Visit Quad Cities. The Quad Cities Sports Commission has been around for about 30 years now, a little over that actually, and uh, it just needed a refresh. So in, I think it was March of this last year or so, it goes by really fast, we decided to launch it and rebrand it. New website, new look, new logo, new mission. We have a great um, group of about 12 sports QC advisors that help us, guide us, um, but it's still under Visit Quad Cities umbrella. So we go by sports QC powered by Visit Quad Cities. Um, just a new look and hopefully refresh in the community to help us bring more sports tourism too. And it is working. So let's talk about a big event you guys recently had uh, in the Quad Cities. Yeah, so uh, we've had many different events. The one large one that really took over our summer uh, is RAGBRAI. And many of you might not know, if you're not from Iowa, it's probably not in your vocabulary. But uh, RAGBRAI is the Des Moines Register's annual great bicycle ride across Iowa. It is held annually, always that last weekend in July. Um, there are, it started in 1973, so this is the 50th anniversary of it. They're usually, you know, it started as maybe like 50, 40 or 50 um, people that just wanted to ride across Iowa, do the 400 to 500 miles, depending on the route. Um, and it has grown. It is about 30,000 um, people we saw come through the Quad Cities. Uh, and what happens is they start on one side of the state, they dip their back tire in the Missouri River. So this year, Sioux City. And then they ride every day for so many miles, up to 100, usually about 75 to 100, and stop in a town, stay the night, go to the next town each day. So it takes them about a week to get to us. And they ended in Davenport July 29th and dipped their front tire in the Mississippi River. So great group of people um, from all over, all 50 states, 18 countries. So that's one of our, I guess, probably one of our um, record events for just people from every state and 18 countries, um, but love to host people from all over the world. And that's just a great example of that. Another great example of what you guys have done really was was recognized by Sports ETA uh, and in winning the award for best partnership. So tell us about the event and the partnership that went into winning that award. Yes, so we have a great partner in the Quad Cities that's always here, Iron Lion Disc Golf Supply, and just love working with Chase and Jessica who own that um, basically disc golf store as well as enterprise of hosting events. Um, we've hosted everything from a women's championship to youth, um, to amateurs. Uh, we took a stab at, hey, let's go after the Tim Selinski U.S. Masters um, and bring those, uh, a new group of disc golfers to the Quad Cities. So we bid on it, we're awarded the bid, and then of course all the work happens as we all know. <laughs> so having a great partner like Iron Lion and then working with PDGA, which is the Professional Disc Golf Association, um, just a great partner as well. So it's kind of that triangle of, hey, PDGA is going to take care of this. 
Iron Lion, you have the expertise in the disc golf world. I could never plan an event that with the rules and the out of bounds and exactly where the tee box is for a disc golf event. Um, I've played, but very terribly. Um, <laughs> but we have that expertise of hosting events. So we know how to organize, you know, registration, make sure they have great hotel rooms, um, great uh, player parties, make sure everything's just taken care of on that end and the volunteers come out and help support. Um, so looking at what PDGA was asking, some, some of it's a little bit different than a traditional, you know, ball and stick sport. They have a lot of people that are, whether there's a few people um, that couldn't hear anything, they're deaf. So we had an interpreter come out. Um, that was one of the requests. Um, we have a lot of dietary restrictions. It's a group that is, has more vegan, gluten-free, um, just all over the board. And so when we were hosting the player party, um, they asked, PDGA asked, if there's any way you can find some food trucks that would accommodate the people that are vegan or have the dietary restrictions. We found a few perfect ones and it just went, you know, it kind of blew out of the water with um, just a nice atmosphere, music, food, games, vendors. Uh, everyone could come and go as they please, but just having um, some of those requests met rather than the traditional sport. Hey, you come, this is what we always do when we host this event. And just working alongside Iron Lion, you know, asking them, hey, how can we support you and what you're doing? It all came together very well. And I just have to applaud, you know, what Iron Lion did as well as PDGA and all their support in making their event great and bringing it to our community and letting us shine for that. You know, a lot of the, when the compliments came in, they, of course, started talking to us at Visit Quad Cities, but then at Iron Lion. So PDJ kind of takes a step back and is like, yeah, this is all on these uh, amazing hosts and uh, putting this event on and making it a great event for all of the athletes. You've touched on this and what the awards uh, selection committee pointed out was this was a partnership top to bottom. It wasn't just with the the sport. It was with everybody from volunteers who some of them gave up their homes, the interpreters, as you mentioned. Yes. And yeah. and so tell us about that process and how you kept moving it forward. And and, and now that you, you're talking about it, it makes perfect sense that this won the award. But how about that process and, and getting those partnerships together? Yeah, so it's in our community when we're going to bid on something. Um, we're not a community that just goes out and like throws everything at the wall. Like, let's see if we can get this event and then figure it out. We usually intentionally will think through like we'll meet with what well, if it's a collegiate sport, we'll meet with the college that will be helping us. Or if it's uh, like this Iron Lion or if it's a running event, you know, we're going to meet with our partners that run do running events. Uh, so um, it took a lot of just talking to them. What do you, what event should we bid on? And then once we were awarded the event or when they asked us, they said, we're gonna award it to you. We just had to make sure on our end that we met with Iron Lion and they were comfortable with everything. From there, we really just took what um, PDGA, they, they're great at giving us like, here's the th here are the things that are in the checklist or here are the things that are in our contract for you guys to do. We take that, we make an action plan. We have in that action plan, what Iron Lion's responsible for, what we're responsible for, you know, what partners, maybe the hotels are responsible to make sure get done as well. Um, and just following that action plan and pulling people in as we needed and hitting those deadlines. That's really what kept the partnership going and kept us on task. Especially when, as you probably know, a lot of us are hosting three or four events, you know, back to back or at the same time. 
And so you have to keep yourself in check with task lists and timelines and just relying on the people that have that expertise to take on some of it. You know, we can't all, we're a small organization, small but mighty. Um, we can't take it all on ourselves, but we have great partners. It, it, the recognition of uh, from sports ETA is also great, especially because they, they, in many cases, delineate it out from small to larger yes. market. So for those folks who are like, okay, we have this great opportunity. We had this great event. Uh, as far as the awards application process, how did that go for you guys? That wasn't too bad. Um, I have, you know, you always, I think a lot of us, at least in the Midwest, we're a Midwest destination. We always say we're a little more humble. So you don't feel, sometimes you don't <laughs> feel like you have that, like, oh, there's probably something bigger or better, or especially when you're a smaller, we're, you know, we won for the under population under 500,000. And when you're a smaller community and you see these large events, you know, almost Olympic level events winning these awards when you're there. So I think when they changed the award categories and really gave more explanation, that helped us push it. Like we should look at this category specifically. Um, the, it, the process was super easy. It's like a form, a Google form almost, where you just fill in the answers. And a lot of it you have after you posted the event, you've got the answers of how many came, what you did, pictures of the event. Um, so I would highly encourage everyone to apply, um, even if you apply for a couple different categories, mm -hmm. um, thinking through some of the things you've done this past year. Uh, it wasn't a hard process at all. Uh, let's talk about what may be next for Sports QC or Visit Quad Cities. What are you guys excited about? We are super excited for this fall, actually. So getting past the large uh, cycling event, it was a major accomplishment of ours. Um, we're looking at um, going to the NCAA symposium, hosting some or bidding and hosting some further collegiate NCAA, NJCAA um, events. NAI is a great partner of ours. So really focusing in on those collegiate athletes, um, really focusing in on youth and amateur too, but um, looking at, you know, those collegiate athletes are making decisions about where to intern, where to do, start their first job. So that's a big uh, push in our market is how do we get exposed to more of the younger people that are looking at different markets of where they're gonna move right after they get done with college. What a great way to look at that. It's not just about the event and what it does for the community, but potentially who it could bring to your community. Yes. Yep. We've seen, we've had a lot of luck with that too. Um, one example or a couple examples, we had one event that was a wrestling event and there was just an official that came through, saw the community, brought his meeting, um, a large meeting, he's a part of another group, brought that back to the community. And then there was a basketball group that they planned their event in our the Quad Cities area. and then the organizer decided to move here. So oh we goodness. like to follow those stories. Of course, you don't always hear, you know, the people coming back through or deciding to move here. But when we get to hear about it, it's just, it touches me because it's like, wow, we did that. We brought that event and it brought somebody that's paying taxes here now. Yeah, it's a long-term benefit to uh, an event that maybe only lasted a couple of days. It's a great way of looking at it. Joan, thank you so much. We talked today with Joan Kranovich, the Vice President of Business Growth and Director of Sports QC from Visit Quad Cities. Joan, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Catherine. And thank you guys for listening and watching as well. And stay tuned for more from the Sports Events Entertainment Network brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach.